Hey, Christopher, how you doing, buddy? Good. 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 How are you, Pat? Excellent. Glad you made it uh, back from the big town of uh, Tulare and stuff, (laughs) huh? So you drive in the death fog? So you said dust, right? Death. Oh, death death fog. (laughs) That's what (laughs) I call it. Yes. Um, You're originally from Fresno? Yeah, but I've I've driven all over and I've driven... uh, the fog and yeah. everything so you yeah. know i have a couple friends from the bay area that you know say fog and so you know i don't think they actually realize our fog is much different than yeah. the coastal fog yeah um but yeah yeah that you know there's a lot of people really scared of it um but you know growing up in it yeah. you know you just make sure your lights are on and yeah <laughs> i used to drive like you know all the way out to the west side you know where everything is mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like also it, it was a time machine it was like all of a sudden i was there yeah. <laughs> and, and I'd go by clock. I'm going, look, I'm going 40 miles. And, and I'm, I got the window down, mm-hmm. right? And I'm listening because mm-hmm. I know there's a stop sign right. coming. You know, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially in 198, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> Before gets, they remodeled. Yeah. And uh, right outside of Caterpillar, Queen Caterpillar, it gets really scary out there. They've had the biggest accidents, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I've, I've, seen, I've seen those. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, wow. Anyway, why don't you go ahead uh, – Tell me all your qualifications, how you started, you know, and uh, what you're doing and everything, where you're from. Great. No, yeah. um, happy to be here. Thanks yeah. so much for the invite. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> my name is Christopher Greer. I am the Tulare County Assistant Agricultural Commissioner, Sealer uh, of Weights and Measures. Um, but let's backtrack a little bit. Born and raised in Tulare. Sure. I grew up there in my family, um, main generations there. Um, I'm of um, white and Portuguese descent. So on my, um, my mother's side, they, my grandpa started with his brother a dairy right. um, from scratch. Yeah, and know. they migrated here. Yeah, they migrated here. They, yeah. they started from scratch, and it's been now. It's on the third generation. My cousin owned it in Tulare and do, doing great things there. And so born and raised in Tulare, I really love Tulare. And a lot of people want to get out of the valley, want to, you know, move a different states. You know, I, Tulare's home. Right. Um, love Tulare. You know, definitely there's bigger cities. There's different opportunities everywhere else. But I just love Tulare. Yeah. And so I went to, I grew up in Tulare schools, high school, um, very heavily involved in 4-H and FFA. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I did 4-H. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah they're big. I, I love it. And now my nieces do 4-H and my, I have two small kids. And we'll it's really that. a good organization. It, it really is. You know, you when you're a child or even a teenager, you don't really look at all the benefits it's actually providing you. Right. Um, but hindsight, you know, it's always 2020. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, 4-H, FFA, I was very involved in FFA. I did production um, agriculture. So I raised um, sheep, swine, dairy cattle. Neat. Um, so pygmy goats here and there um even some beef in college so yeah grew up there went to cos for two years um really good on community college we uh, love cos oh, i yeah. had a great experience there was able to be part of the uh, national dairy judging team there that we went to wow. a, a couple different states and really opened my eyes to um the dairy industry in a, a lot of other it's states it's huge it yeah, is <laughs> a huge yeah 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 to Larry, but you know um we went to texas we went to utah we went to oh you traveled yeah we traveled yeah, yeah. Was, uh, state competitions really um, yeah yeah um so we were one of the first ones in the cos that restarted it had been uh, kind of dead for a couple decades and we revamped it Neat. um so went there was able to get all my credits done in two years and transferred to fresno state yeah um, where I graduated with ag business and economics, yeah, um, a bachelor's of um, science. Hey, that's no joke. Fresno State's. Yeah, I did. Uh, she was in um, the chickens, and I never knew 
how much was in chicken. Yeah, the poultry industry. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah you know, I, I dealt with foster farms before, mm -hmm. but I didn't know what was going on there as far as raising chickens and mm -hmm. stuff. It, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I went to Fresno State. I um, I loved it. Yeah. I, um, you know, I worked full time, but I was able still to get all my studies done and, and worked really hard. Throughout that whole time, I worked in retail management, just some clothing stores. Yeah. And, um, it paid, helped pay the bills. Yeah. And, so did uh, my son. Yeah. I it, made him do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, yeah. my mom was a very big advocate for my grandparents too, really showed, you know, you, you have to work. That's you know, right. Things aren't just handed to you. Yeah. He wants, yeah. he thanks me now, but, uh, you know, he, uh, I made him go. I, and I, I, he had it before his li driver's license. Cause you know, he's going to get a car mm -hmm. and uh, same thing, man. I made him work. Yeah. And he was like, I shouldn't be working. And I'm like, yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> but he learned. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps. It really yeah. does. Um, <clears throat> so I, I lived at, uh, up in Fresno um, during school and then moved back mm -hmm. and still working in retail management. And a good friend of mine had some um, relatives that worked for the county. He yeah. said, oh, hey, why don't you apply for some county jobs? So, you know, they still have a pension. It's really good. And I said, oh, I never even thought about it. Um, and so I, I found this job that came up. It said Ag and Standards Inspector Trainee. I didn't know did not know much about the Ag Commissioner's yeah. Office. You know, growing up in agriculture, growing up in Tulare, had no idea what they all did. I applied and um, I got the job. Right. Um, and that's now been 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been 11 years. Yeah. Um, so the Ag Commissioner system is actually a pretty diverse and complex system. Um, department within the county it looks like it yeah there we yeah. do we do so much and i know we were talking a little bit about education we're really pro on education you know so many people do not know what we do and it's not all ag it's not all ag culture um it's a lot of um just you know regular down to earth things that really help the public right see let's just divide it now you aren't usda no we yeah. are not okay um we actually um we actually talk about that a little bit further but sure. we're extensions of right. um, of all of them we do um, we have memorandum of understandings um through a lot of the state and federal agencies excellent um but the ag commissioner's office as i kind of introduced myself i'm the assistant ag commissioner assistant sea liver waste measures it's actually two different titles for one position okay um the agricultural commissioner does obviously ag um, related things and the sea liver waste measures does waste measures we can get into that um it actually started back in the late 1800s is actually um, the ag commissioners used to be the horticultural society okay you know, a lot of horticulturists came together and thought you know there's there's agriculture in this area there's you know there's evasive weeds there's evasive pests you know let's really all come together we all love it let's let's start com a committee an organization and then it trans uh, transgressed to or um, transition to ag commissioner and then back wow. in about the depends the 70s 80s that's when the sea liver waste and measures division kind of joined on okay and it actually wasn't until just a few months ago ventura county was still separate titles they had an ag commissioner and a sealer okay and then they were the last county to combine and now of all the 58 counties in california they're all together okay so <laughs> yeah so you're all working and just yeah there's what, 58, you said? 58 counties. There's about 54 or so ag commissioner yeah. sealers because a couple of them, like Pluma Sierra and um, some of the smaller ones that don't really have the need for a full-time one, yeah. really borrow against the neighboring counties. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it's, it's kind of a dual title, but all in all, we are regulatory by nature. Okay. And so our first and foremost is uh, enforcing the laws and regulations defined in the Food and Ag Code, the Business and Professions Code, California Code of Regulations, and uh, county ordinances. Okay. Um, however, we have kind of a dual hat in that sense is that we're there to promote agriculture. We're there to educate 
public. We're yep. there to, because without agriculture, where would it be? Yeah. We wouldn't have a job. We would, there'd be nothing to enforce. And so we have to really do that dual hats of enforcing, but also being there to promote agriculture and, and all its entities. Sure. Um, so I can actually start going on what actually we all do. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what, yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> and I, I, we actually do quite a bit of career days. You do a days. lot. We do, we do a lot, <laughs> yeah, we do do, a lot of career lot. days, and we explain that to people. And I say sometimes I could probably talk for hours about all the little different programs. But it's I won't. all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, so to start off, we have four main divisions uh, within Tulare County. We have our Pesticide Use Enforcement Division. We have our Pest Exclusion and Standardization our pest detection, crop statistics, right. and our waste and measures division. Right. Um, so start off pesticide use enforcement. It's kind of exactly what it said is pesticide use enforcement. So we're enforcing the laws and regulations when people are applying pesticides, chemicals, herbicides, um, you name it. We have inspectors out there going uh, all day long, looking and making sure that everyone are following the label on a mm-hmm. pesticide label, making sure that they're safe, the environment's safe, and other people around them are safe. And big three. Yeah, it really, it really is a big three. Yeah. And, you know, we always say the label is a law because each different chemical has a different set of, of restrictions that it has to follow. Um, but on top of that, we're making sure that that person is also allowed to be spraying um, that pesticide. Uh, wow. Many times people don't realize that um, all, all these applicators have to have license. They've went through schooling to be allowed to do this and continue education. So it's not just a one and done. Yeah, you just don't walk in and, and get the job. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And so we're making sure that all those people have all those licenses and they're following all the different regulations and labels to, pr- to help with safety. Right. Um, our pesticide use division also does apiary health, so bees. As everyone knows, bees are important. Yeah, yeah. Um, and bees are a little finicky in the point of, you know, some pesticides do um, affect bees. Affect them. Yeah, yeah. And so there, there's, and it says that on the on the label. So you know, if you're if bees are foraging, you can't use it. Yeah. And, and so we're making sure that that doesn't happen. Now let's talk about bees. Yeah, of course. Okay, because yeah, you you're the expert in everything, and uh, we, me and my sister had this. You know, I'm in agriculture, and my sister, she never really, and I was talking to her about um, there's issues with bees, mm-hmm. you know. And I, she says, well, what happens if the bees go away? I said, we go. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, can you really, I mean, what's going on with the bees? There is an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you there kind is. of explain? What, yeah. So that? a lot of people don't realize, and I think we talked about this uh, a little yeah. bit, too, that um Fruit, food and fruit and vegetables, they just sometimes just don't produce. Sure. You know, it's not magic. Yeah. Um, and so let's say the almond crop, you know, they need pollination. Right. They need to be pollinated by bees. Professional beehive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to be able to produce um, the high quality almonds and the production of yeah. it. And if they're not there, then almonds just cease to exist. Yeah. People don't understand that bees are brought in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, by by hundreds and thousands of uh, boxes. You know, right. A lot of people don't know what bee boxes. Beekeepers. Yeah, by beekeepers, mm-hmm. um, not just local, all throughout other states in the United States. And so that's one of the things we're doing. We're making sure that, you know, one of the counties in Tulare County, Fresno, Kern, we're called citrus counties, as citrus is one of our top commodities. Mm-hmm. Um, we have certain regulations that protect the bees during what we call citrus bloom because mm-hmm. there are so many bees in the area. You know, bees come in around February or so for the almonds and for a lot of the other nut crops, uh, plums even. And they stay around and they kind of transition to the citrus 
fields because that's really what they um, make the honey. Right. So the bees are all foraging in almonds, really helping the almonds uh, industry out, really going active. And then once they're done, they kind of go into the citrus and they don't citrus doesn't really need the bees, but more the bees need the citrus. You know, it really fattens them up in, in layman terms and really gives them healthy, really produces that honey, yeah. that citrus honey that everyone yeah, loves. Yeah, propagation of bees. Yeah. Too. And yeah. so we make sure that there's certain time frame that the bees are really active in the citrus industry that certain chemicals can't be sprayed because it really be harmful. Right. So we're really regulating that. Um, but we're also regulating bee health, too. There's um, certain mites that really can um, harm bees. There's really? diseases. And so we go out and do what we call colony strengths to really look at the colony and see how strong it is to make sure that incoming bees from other states are not bringing in viruses or uh, mites or pests that or wow. weed seeds or That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. It is. It, you, you, don't, you don't think about it. People don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. That that's actually going on. That we're, we're making sure that the bees that, you know, are here are right. being protected as well. Um, and so we work in alongside with CDFA, uh, California Department of Food and Ag, um, as I mentioned. And, and as, uh, with that, what we call double weights is kind of just movement paperwork. Yeah. And um, in conjunction with the state, you know, we're, we're local. So we're, we're the local uh, extension of them. And so um, they help with that mm -hmm. as well. Um, so. We could probably talk a lot more about pesticide use enforcement, but that kind of um, kind of wraps it up. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of things, you know, poison control. You know, if there's anything related to a pesticide, uh, we actually get that report as well and do investigations on it. Because if it is a pesticide related, it, it falls in our jurisdiction and realm to, to do that. Um, <clears throat> next would be our pest detection and crop statistics okay. um, report, and that's why I brought this uh, yeah, fancy this fancy crop report yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah that's cool. <clears throat> it's actually um, to start off with our crop statistics. It's actually in um, regulation. You know, every, every county ag commission needs to provide annual report. Um, over the years, it's gotten pretty um, pretty sophisticated and pretty nice, and each county does their own spin on it, and they're all they're all wonderfully made and beautiful. But it really just uh, spells out all the statistics for the county. Yeah, and, now, and you're in control of this. Yeah, yeah. So um, these all these statistics mm -hmm. and numbers. Mm -hmm. We do work a little bit with NAS. It's National um, National Agricultural Statistics. Um, it's a USDA program. Um, they they assist with a lot of the national statistics, but no, this is all Tulare County. Um, we work with a lot of other surrounding counties. This is counties. just Tulare this County. This is just Tulare County, okay. sir. Um, when it goes to annual uh, gross production, we are we rank third in California. So Fresno County is number one. Right. Kern County number two, and then we're number three. Okay. At one point we were number one, but um, well, you're close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, there's billions. It, it's been, yeah, yeah, it's in the bees. It yeah. is. It is, and um, you know, we're happy just to be in top three, and you know, just be able to share this. I mean, a lot of people don't realize a lot of banks, a lot of lending corporations, a lot of ag farm credit unions really rely on this report. They look at they look at the trends, they look at the the yield. You know, this is really statistical. Yeah. You know, so we we go out and we we really try to get growers, industry to really provide their numbers. All confidential. Nothing nothing is shared on a on a personal level. But it all just is um is together and, and Jeez, these numbers are just unbelievable. Astronomical, right? Yeah. Tell huh, huh what what's what's the almonds? The almonds, I think the almonds is our top top five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so you got almonds, right? Mm -hmm. How much mm -hmm. do they produce? Let's see. Yeah, we have a page that helps. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Um, <clears throat> almonds are number seven. They're in our million dollar products. Yeah. They produce um, gross average uh, gross average three hundred fifty two million. 
<laughs> and just half in Tulare County. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's just half a billion. Right. Okay. Right. Then about how about oranges? Oranges are number two. Yeah. yeah. Number two, um, one billion. Yeah. One billion dollars. And, and what's your top county. crop? Milk. 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 How much is that? That one's 1.8. Yeah. Cents. So you're talking several billion dollars. Mm -hmm. And just a couple commodities. Yeah, <laughs> that, that America produces. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And actually, one of the things that we do like to, uh, you know, pat our back on is we're one of the top leading export counties. Absolutely. Um, in Tulare, uh, Tulare County. Yeah. Sometimes we export more commodities than most states do. Right. Um, to, I think it was um, 80 some or so. I. I uh, top of my head, but we do about 38,000 phytosanitary certificates, so that's loads um, of fruit. Wow. Um, I think the the next Kern does it, and then uh, Fresno is, you know, top three. Yeah. We do, do a lot, so um, I think it's, it kind of shows right there 95 different countries that we export to. Unbelievable. It, it's, it's really crazy, and this report yeah. is actually going to be found on our website, too, so anyone can look at this. Public knowledge, um, anyone look at there's a, a down, downloadable PDF, so. Yeah, I was just... Uh, Watching this deal and this almond grower, he was like, I got all these almonds and I can't export them. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah, deal. yeah that, that, it's been a little rocky this past yeah. year, yeah. Um, especially with the ports and with COVID. You know, it was a little bit delayed. The first part of COVID really didn't do much. So now were you involved with COVID since you're in that kind of government capacity yeah yeah yeah, yeah we yeah. definitely were we really helped and we actually did a little small part because nobody of, knew anything right yeah right. <laughs> no there was no education there wasn't right there wasn't so um we we were a little bit in the part of you know we're ex we are government so we're extension of the state and federal so we actually really helped um disseminate a lot of the ppe protective equipment for yeah. the cool. farm community um, surgical masks, hand sanitizer, N95s. You know, it's really a struggle for the ag industry. A lot of people did not know this, but a lot of the pesticide uh, requirements, you have to wear N95 mask. You have to be fit tested to apply that pesticide. And there was such a shortage on masks, it was actually really hard to find applicators to apply pesticides because yeah. they couldn't find masks. Yeah. And so they couldn't apply the pesticide without a mask. Yeah. And so it was really actually um, a lot of people you know, and the, and the whole COVID thing, forgot about some of those things. Now, this was a long time ago that you provided masks for for this, correct? I mean, this didn't happen with COVID. They were using masks, the farmers, right? Oh, yeah, the farmers have been using masks for decades. Yeah, decades. yeah. But, um, but we provided it during COVID. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely provided for COVID because yeah. a lot of the – the farm laborers yeah. didn't have them. The but pe pe this is what people think, that the farmers are out there and they're just nothing. They're just yeah. breathing <laughs> stuff, right? right? And it's like, no, we have agencies here, <laughs> right? Even some of Yours. the simplest, yeah, right. Yeah. Even some of the less, I say dangerous, or less uh, severe pesticides, you know, simply as Roundup, require long sleeve gloves, yeah. long pants, a mask of some kind. You know, it, it's rare that there's anything that doesn't, cover most of your body on even the simplest chemical sure you know and oftentimes you you know they're more suited up for stuff that is less potent than what you can buy at lowe's and home depot right <laughs> right so you know yeah it is very common misconception yeah yeah they're out there by themselves they've got bandanas yeah. you know and, and all this and i'm like no mm -mm. you know we, we we have educated people like yourselves doing things to protect people like that Right. And it's a good thing, mm -hmm. too. Right. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, so um, back to the crop statistics. Yeah. We have we have that. We 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 will be coming out with this our twenty twenty. Thank you. Yeah. Um, twenty twenty one will come out probably September or so. Um, yeah. We're a little bit, you know, na- naturally it's a little bit behind because we have to uh, formulate all the numbers. But we're we're excited for it each year. It's a it's a nice little presentation of our county. Yeah. Well, this tells everybody, you know, what the cream of the crop is. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but it does highlight some of the other programs, and one of the other uh, programs in our um, pest detection is pest detection. Right. A lot of people can see the little small yellow square um, hanging yeah. in trees. Yeah, nobody, it's like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, actually, you do that. We do that, yeah. yeah. It's actually um, a pest detection trap. Um, it's actually what we call our first line of defense in pest detection for Tulare County, but that's all the counties in California. Um, we're lucky in the Central Valley that we have some geographical borders that really help with evasive pests. Now, what is that? Um, so like the grapevine, the mountains. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. so, you know, pests, there's some really hardy fly, flyers out there that can really fly miles. But, you know, geographically, we have some borders. Because we're in the valley. We're in the valley. Okay. We're not, and we don't have a port. You know, down in L.A., the San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's where they propagate. Yeah, they, they really come in from all, from Asia, from Europe. From People all don't places. understand that either. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of, of stuff that comes in. Yeah. They don't have what we have. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, okay. and so yeah. what they come in and they're just, you know, thinking in a, in a mind of a pest. They're just like, wow. There's so much. Yeah. To, yeah <laughs> oh, boy. Fruit. Yeah, yeah, I can I can make a whole millions of family here and, and populate. And so, you know, those 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 coastal and those port counties really have a, str- a struggle keeping those um, pests at bay, for lack of a better term. But we're lucky enough that we have that geographical border of the That's valley. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but we have those pets. We have those detection traps out there just in case. Yeah. In case one does come this way and we can find it, it attract it. And we can do what we call delimitation and kind of put out and do a plan of action and eradicate it. Yeah. So that it does not become economically evasive to the agriculture in our county. Yeah. Um, we also do some eradication, too. So some, there's some noxious weeds throughout the valley, yeah. um, through throughout the uh, foothills that really you know suck up that rangeland for the cattle. And we'll go out and do some spraying and eradication and get those out of it as well. You do that yourselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. my staff does it. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. so... Um, they, you know, and also there's even the canals. It's called uh, alligator weed that really bunches up some yeah. of the canals. Yeah. Um, so we'll go out and, and treat for that, too, to really help. Wow. So that, that's just one of uh, another part of that one division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is our pest exclusion and standardization. So that's why I said our top um, exporters. Right. Um, that's one of our biggest divisions because we do so much export. So okay, that staff, explain that. Yeah. So that staff is actually going out every single day to packing houses, inspecting that fruit for that country so every single country has every single different requirement for every single different commodity right it's definitely not black and white and so that's where we work through usda okay now you're talking about okay stuff comes in Mm -hmm. okay from uh, just follow me from other other countries it goes to a dc usually yeah Mm -hmm. okay and then your people go to that dc Mm -hmm. how does that work so that's actually a little bit um different um all imports from other countries and, and, gotcha. and that's all handled by USDA. Okay. So they do border stations. Ah. CDFA does too, but they work in conjunction for, for imports. Okay. We do exports. So okay. everything out of Tulare County ah. going to all the different countries. Ah. Um, so it's kind of opposite, the, uh, going out. Yeah. So all the stuff that all the growers and agriculture produce um, in, this, in this book. Okay, so the Port County. of Oakland. 
is pretty much. So yeah, so we'll what we'll do is we'll certify it here. Yeah. And it'll go into a C train all right. secure, sealed, locked up, and go to the port and then just get moved into Wherever. an ocean vessel yeah. or a um, you know, or air air freight and just get on its way. And it's all certified from us and our authority and our certificates carry weight through that pour and they don't have to re-inspect it. They don't have to do any of that because we certify it that it's pest-free or mess that requirement for that country yeah. and then goes and ships away. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Well, that's our tax dollars doing the right thing. Yeah. 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 It's really helping with commerce. Oh, it's yeah. It's really moving commerce. And um, so that was what we worked through USDA. So we have a memorandum of understanding that we're at the local level, work through USDA to mm-hmm. have that authority. And we have licenses that do it, too. We work through USDA. Um, the other part of that, we have what we call uh, standardization. So California has um, different standardizations for certain commodities. Okay. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is one of our biggest one is citrus maturity and standards. Yeah. And so um, the, the citrus industry, industry came together and said, hey, we want to make sure that everyone's on the play, uh, equal playing field and we want to create a standard. And that standard is a, um, a, um, a ratio between sugar and acid. And it has to have it has to be that minimum. And so my inspectors go out and do um, titrations with um, phenolphthalein, um, sodium hydroxide, Whoa. and actually measure the sugar to acid ratio. In citrus. In citrus, yeah. Right yeah. at the beginning of the season, about October, when it's first being picked, and make sure it's meeting that standard. And if it doesn't, then it goes to juice. And that you, as a consumer, don't doesn't see that um, less than standard fruit in the market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just say, oh, it comes off the tree and goes straight to the, the grocery store. No, there's actually uh, many different paths before it actually ends up in the grocery yeah. store. And so that's one of the standards that we do. We do that for pomegranate maturity, grape maturity, cherries. Cherries actually have quite a few standards um, with quality, size, right. maturity that we enforce. We used to be big, a lot bigger in stone fruit. So we still are, yeah. But it's it's, it's going down a little. Yeah, bit. well, because of shelf life and yeah. things. Yeah, and yeah. water. Yeah, water. and water. Yeah, and we could probably talk about that for days. But yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people are pulling that out because of the water yeah. um, issue. But yeah, we still have that northern Tulare County and and southern Fresno County. Um, it's kind of like you know what you, we call it orange bell, but that's more the stone. Yeah, I call it the own. Yeah, the orange bell. Yeah, that's what down, I call down, it. Yeah, 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 sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that that North Tillery County and that South Fresno County is is in Kingsburg area. Yeah. Really, a fowler really heavy on stone fruit still. Excellent. Yeah, so they, they do, and that's one of um, one of the biggest things in the summertime is that our my staff's doing the stone fruit, apricots, peaches, plums, yeah. nectarines. So, do you do the uh, sugar content for the stone fruit too? We don't. Okay. So that kind of falls in. There's never been a push for it, and there's never been an issue with it. Now yeah. the packing houses and the QC at their level they right. do, but it's right. not an actual um, standard or law that we, okay. we enforce. Um, but. Um, yeah, we do. We do it for pomegranate grapes, yeah. um, cherries, and, and people citrus. don't know what stone fruit means. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there's right. a pit in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a stone. Yeah, right. yeah it's a, we call it a stone fruit. It's a pit. Right. Okay. And, and then we also do freeze damage for that. Really? Um, so yeah, so yeah, because of the oranges. Right? The oranges are yeah. very susceptible to that, being I've, frozen. I've had an. Or- My dad, he he messed up. <laughs> I say, but he uh, it, he says he didn't. But, you know, I was a little kid. I loved oranges. We had an orange tree. And he put, he picked a bunch of bad oranges that were, he knew, you know, were, were uh, it, the freeze got them. And he put them in a little five gallon. And I ate a couple mm-hmm. of them. Oh, man. 
Poor I, mean, I thought I was going to die that <laughs> night. And he was like, did you eat any? And I went, yeah, I had a couple of those. And he goes, oh. So you can even like smell it. It has a smell to it. So not when know, I was a kid. Not when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hungry. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, there's a smell to them. Yeah. 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 They, um, almost a rancid smell really. And, um, you know, if you think about a, the cells in orange, they freeze. And then when the temperatures warm up a little, they burst and they become almost a rancid, um, you know, smell or taste. Yeah. Even you can have a taste. And so we, we enforce that too. Um, oftentimes, um, you know, it really goes back to commerce, really protecting the industry. That's a great thing. What you guys, yeah. what the public can uh, have at the store. Yeah. You know, with that bad quality. Yeah. Because they get through. I mean, yeah, people do. don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then on top of that nursery, we, we enforce I saw nursery. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That part, I didn't, I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about the nursery deal. Yeah. Yeah. So we do annual walks, annual cleanliness walks to make sure there's no pests, uh, pest diseases yeah. uh, within that and, and certify them as a, a certified nursery for the county. Neat. And so we work with the CDFA on that. And many of the nurseries, you know, Tulare County, we're lucky to have Monrovia, which is, I think, over 800 and some acres um, size nursery. So is that right? Yeah. Yeah, They're man. that big? They are that big, yeah. Whoa. Um, and they do tour, so, um, but we have plenty of other large nurseries, but I think that's probably one of the largest. Now, what do you call inside growing? Um, usually we call them, you know, a greenhouse or yeah, hoop, well, hoop houses. Yeah, 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 but I mean, where do they, do they fall under the gardening or do they fall under the agriculture? Like peppers and stuff. Oh, that yeah, that will, if you, if you want to be a... So nursery falls into production nursery. So if you're you're growing it to actually sell the plant. Right. That's what the, we, yeah. Yeah. But if you're not actually selling the plant, if you're just selling the fruitings of it, right. then um, that falls in a, a different category. Right. But yeah, because we just bought a bunch of pepper plants. Yeah. 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 And that falls under a nursery. So do you buy it under, do you buy it from like uh, Lowe's, Home Depot? Or no, 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 no. From the farmer. From the farmer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that would technically fall into the um, nursery. They have to okay. have if if they're big enough, they usually have to have over a thousand dollar. Oh, um, they're big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're, <laughs> they're most likely a nursery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would fall into agriculture nursery. They bought Macy's in Fresno. And, oh. Okay. And I can't remember their name. But okay. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, yeah. No, they they probably have a nursery. Um. So we look at the growing grounds. Okay. So where they actually grow it from the ground, and once they pot it and move it, you know that falls into right. just retail. Now, are they? Nursery. Because it's indoor, is there still a big pest thing? It depends. It depends. Um, not so much. Okay. Um, especially for citrus. Most right. citrus is grown in hoop houses or enclosed greenhouses right. um, to really prevent the, the, if you haven't heard, the ACP, the Asian citrus silt pest. Uh-huh. Really can, um, no, I haven't. That's okay. a big word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but they, they're in enclosed greenhouses. So, you know, you walk in air pressure yeah. out and then yeah, walk yeah. it again yeah. almost like a lab uh, to really prevent those pests yeah you step on they, they have people understand that I've gone in mm-hmm. and, and there's pans and I'm like what am I doing and, and I'm <laughs> stepping in this pan of stuff and they're like yeah that takes all the stuff off the bottom yeah. of your shoe yeah you just see yeah. you don't have to take your shoes and I still had to put booties on mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know so and, double layer yeah well yeah it was the hat the glasses, the yep. booties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, well, you got to be, those are your regulations and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, so back to the, the ACP uh, going on that. Yeah. Uh, Asian citrusil, it vectors a disease called Huanglong Bing, HLB. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, kind Is of. Is that fun. Chinese? Yeah. Asian. Okay. Um, I think it's Chinese, I believe. Yeah. Um, it, it translates to citrus greening disease. 
Um, it's what devastated Florida citrus industry, um, and they're really? still recuperating from. Didn't yeah. know that. If you if you remember, you know, back in the nineties, Florida Florida oranges that was that was the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you know it really was devastated because of ACP and, and the disease HLB. Um, we unfortunately do have HLB in California. Um, it's down south. Um, it did, you know, some came through the it came through ACP. Yeah, the orange. Um, mm, yeah. They really the ACP um, will chew on the leaves and the and the vines and eat, and the HLB is actually vectored in their um, digestive system and they you know chew on it. And it's kind of goes into the citrus Whoa. tree. Yeah. So it, and uh, uh, probably uh, it's hard to anyone to see, but ACP is probably the size of a pin dot. You know, so it, it's tiny. It's hard. And to how should spread? Um, the, the, the actual psyllid flies is actually a pretty good flyer. So they'll move to an, another. It's an insect. It's an insect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A psyllid, yeah. I, I, layman terms, but yeah, yeah it's, it's a little I'll insect. I'll follow you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm and coming they, around. Then they, they're the vector for the disease. Um, and, and it's, so, it's like a pen. You can't it's even, it's like an, a, smaller than an aphid. Yeah. It's around the same size. Yeah. 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 Depending on the life size. Yeah. yeah. No, if you, <laughs> another yeah. psyllid, aphid, white fly. Um, yeah, it's that, it's that small. And so a lot of, we have, we trap for that. So luckily we've um, been pretty pest free of ACP in Tulare County. We've, um, HLB still the actual disease. Um, it, you know, like I said, they, the tree will start just dying. Yeah. The, the citrus Root will system, start, the whole, yeah. The citrus yeah. will start being hard, small. Whoa. Yeah. And so right now they, to help eradicate it, they remove the whole tree. And so it's kind of it's a little it's pretty hectic down south in regards to that because they're really trying to what, eradicate it. How do you eradicate it? You pretty much have to just take the tree away so that the, there's um, nothing we can do as far as any tree. other mm-hmm. pest that eats it or nothing mm-hmm. like that. Huh? Yeah, and the AC the HLB is actually asymptomatic in the tree, so you can test this half the tree and it comes back negative. Test this half the tree and actually part Whoa. of one limb will be positive. So it's it's pretty that, pretty yeah. crazy disease. Yeah. Um, and so it's pretty hard too when you're you're asking residential people to remove a tree in their backyard. Yeah. I got five trees. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah, that, I, that's a lot of oranges, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> And some of these some of these trees have been in their family for decades. Too. Yeah. So it's really hard, but um, they're really the the big picture, they're really trying to protect the citrus industry, which is, you know, eight billion dollar industry just in Oh yeah, just in just see in those numbers. are the good things that people that the government you mm-hmm. does that people don't they don't hear about that stuff right. and right. that's why we're doing this. That's a great thing. <laughs> no, it really is. You ought to be proud of that. We are. I mean, we are. Sh- yeah, you do a lot of good stuff. You know, you aren't the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> May come across as a bad person. No, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely. Well, it's because there's talk. no education. People don't understand. Right. It's like, oh, they do. You know, it's like, no, they do a lot more than you think. Right. You know, right. so you put stuff. How do you identify that little creature? So we have an on-staff entomologist. Um, he's wow. Dennis Haynes. He's actually been with um, our department for 43 years. Mm-hmm. So um, quite some time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, we'll keep we'll keep him forever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's a entomologist and botanist. So he he identifies those. Um, if not, if say a county didn't have that, um, Fresno County has one as well. Dr. Gene Hannon. Um, the state lab CDFA has a state lab that has entomologists, botanists. Um, you know, they have many doctors that have the state lab that are able yeah. to identify that. 
So all of you are working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that kind of um, I have one more division to talk about. It was just, sure. just as important. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go I'll, ahead. I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, that. So our last one is waste and measures. Okay. And so the best way to define that is the local gas pump. Um, the seal on the gas pump mm-hmm. is actually the waste and measures division's office. So we're tasked to make sure there's equity in the mar- yeah equity in the marketplace, yeah. and that is meaning that we any commercial device needs to be registered and sealed through our office through every any, any county sealer's so office. So the farmers weighing machines, mm-hmm. if it, the if weighing trucks, mm-hmm. the whole bit. Okay. If there's money transactional commercial across the board. It needs to be sealed. Yeah. So truck scales, grocery store scales, you know, you go to Target, you see it, you're actually buying I didn't know, know that. onion for yeah. 50 cents a pound. You know, you'll see, you'll see. Important. Yeah. 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 Important. Thing, gas, <laughs> gas pumps, um, sub meters, water, electric sub meters, you know, uh, sometimes mobile home parks, they're on a sub meter and yeah. off, a, um, off a big one. Yeah. We test those and seal those and make sure they're accurate. Um, it's more on the device thing. And so, you know, not we actually will do bad gas too. I say bad gas because that's probably the best way to liquid correlate. propane. Yeah, well, liquid propane too. But if yeah. there's, you know, oftentimes there is a complaint that says, "Hey, my my vehicle's knocking. It's not it's not yeah. doing well." And so we'll go out and we'll actually sample the gas and make sure that 87 octane is supposed Good to be thing. 87, yeah. yeah. Or the diesel's not mixed with the gas and that, that's happened. Yeah, yeah, that can ruin. So we we enforce that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, that one is, it's a, it's you know, a little bit, sometimes it's a little bit less agriculture. It's just normal commerce. Normal yeah. Public. That's interesting. Um, Didn't know that. But yeah. Next time you see it, Fresno, Melissa Craigan, she's the, she's the ad commissioner of Sealer in Fresno County. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I knew about all the Wayne, but I didn't know that you weren't involved in that yeah. the way yeah. you are. Yeah. And that's a good, I, I mean, you don't want to go to the store and that weight thing off right. in their favor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, right. Yeah. And we yeah. do it for both too. You know, a lot of people realize that this, we want equity. So we don't want to hurt the business, but we right. don't want to hurt the consumer too. Right. So we want that, um, that equal. We want, yeah. We want um, set. But it's also price verification too, quantity control. So, you know, if you go to the store and there's something that says $5 and it rings up 10 you know, that's our office. We do price verification. Oranges. I was like, whoa, the price of oranges are really. Yeah, yeah. it went up, right? Yeah, well, everything's going up. Right. That's the problem. But even quantity control, you know, if it if it, a bag of rice says it's two pounds right. and it weighs 1.5, you know, it, that's false that's false advertising. So that's what so we do. So how many people are doing all this? So within our department, we have about 67 full-time staff. Just um, in Tulare County. Just in Tulare County. Okay. Fresno is actually um, is quite larger. They have about, I think I want to say 110, current probably around 70 or so, give or take. See, so. that doesn't seem like enough. Yeah, I, I, mean, <laughs> I know what you you're, mean. You're stating low, to me, in my mind, what's out there, you're stating really low numbers. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of hustle. Yeah, we're, we're constantly busy. Yeah. There's, there's not much downtime in our in Yeah, our yeah, yeah. It just goes from one. There used to, there used to be a little bit less seasonality or a little more seasonality. You know, stone fruit would stop a month or so of downtime to catch up on things yeah. before citrus and the great. You know, there was a little bit more. But now with the way the farmers are really capitalizing on the the seasons, which right. is a great. You know, they're becoming more efficient with um, with water, land, weather. They're able to do later varieties of things, and so really capitalize on that market. Yeah. And the commodities are really just kind of blending in. Which, on them, on agriculture, great. Um, on our workload, you know, it's just constant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're, we can't complain about that. No, I, I consider you small. Yeah. And you should have more. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, it, I mean, at, at points it would definitely help. Because you're spot, I, I'm assuming you're, you're spot checking. It de- yeah. It will, so it, it depends on the, the program. Yeah. For devices, no, we have to do all of them. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Have, we have to do all yeah, of that's them. Big. Yeah, for pesticides, you know, we are we're doing our hardest, and you know, we there is some we do have some advanced notice of certain applications, and so we can go and do our mm-hmm. due diligence on that. But a lot, a lot of time, you know, we're just driving around and surveilling, and if yeah. there is something there, we stop. Um, exports, we have to do all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if it requires a what we call a phytosanitary certificate before it goes to, out on the truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to be there. We have to sign it. So, so are you locking the this deal? deal? Uh, yeah, we're, we're witnessing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a deal, it has to be written on that. That's what I mean. Yeah, yep. and we we see them we do that, or treatment. That's so. hustle, man. You, yeah. you don't have enough people. <laughs> no, I know what's out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, these guys aren't sitting around yeah. by, the, by the side of the road eating their lunch. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a main office. We have a warehouse. Um, and we, I mean, we do have an extra. Um, 16 extra help staff that okay. help with our pest detection. So that, yeah, you know, that's that, a good that thing. brings up to 80. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, and then we have five district offices throughout Tulare County that really help. So okay. that it, um, it's more efficient for our staff to be out in the district, right. ready at the packing houses. You know, for citrus, we have about 30 plus citrus houses. We have about another 12 stone fruit houses. We have another probably 10 or 12 grape houses, a couple pomegranate, a couple of cherries. Um, probably another 15, 20 nut houses. And so there, there's quite a bit in Tulare Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. No, no yeah, 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 I worked with them all. Yeah. Every, yeah. I worked with, and then I worked in the Bay Area a lot with the DCs. Oh, yeah. So, and the port. Mm-hmm. So I've worked, you know, people say this transportation thing. It's like, well, wait a minute. Okay. I know it all because yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've dealt with the ports. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then they go from the ports to the DCs. Okay. And then it's spread out, you know, and everyone's like, well, the port's not doing it. it it's a chain. Yeah. And, and when one link breaks, it's not it's not the trucks. It's not these people. It's everything mm-hmm. that's hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, you're going to go make some more ports? <laughs> How do you do that? Right. You know, you're going to make another DC. How do you do that? They got, okay, 200 truck, you know, installs and docks. Mm-hmm. Where do, you're going to make another 50 somewhere? Right. So overnight yeah overnight yeah. <laughs> yeah it takes you it takes like five years yeah. everybody's on a five-year plan i don't know how the ports are are, are going to expand that one's it, it, it's an impossibility there's only so much land and they're usually landlocked around um other industrial parks yeah. or houses yeah because i'm familiar with oakland because i i they were my customers mm-hmm. and you know i'm like okay the cranes <laughs> what do you do <laughs> land's land yeah i mean yeah. it you gotta, you gotta, you don't have an infinite amount of land, right. and people think, oh, the boat just pulls in. The boat pulls in. There's different sizes of mm-hmm. boats or, or ships, okay, as we call them, and there's different sizes of ships that go to Florida, mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not, you know, everyone blames it. everyone's pointing the finger. It's no, no, no. It's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Once something happened, that's it. You know, right. that reaction. yeah. So some real cool stuff I was interested in is I was interested in um, the uh, what was the wing the it was the something wing about 
Oh, glassy wing. Glass wing sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah, what is that? <laughs> so I've glass never wing, heard of that. Glass wing sharpshooter is, um, I mean, it's a sharpshooter. It's a quite a bit larger than ACP. It's about size of maybe a housefly. So that one's a little bit more concerned on the grape industry. Um, it vectors a disease called Pierce's disease, which can really just devastate and, and suck the life out of. Uh, which is huge. The yeah, grape industry yeah, is huge. Yeah. 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 Raisins, grapes. grapes. Raisins, yeah. wine. Wine, yeah. Um, so the glasswing sharpshooter is a very hardy pest. And I say that because it's pretty bi- pretty large compared to, a lot, of, say, the psyllid. Okay. It's just a pin drop. Um, and it has about three generations a year, um, eggs, and so then it goes to nymphs, and it goes to adults, and they're really hardy flyers, and so they they, they can fly. They can move. Miles. Yeah, they yeah. can move. Yeah. And so all those combinations, if you really look at um, the life stages and entomology of, of pests, it becomes complicated. Right. Um, one thing, that, and they, they have a host list or places they like to be, over 100. So, you know, sometimes ACP, ACP likes curry leaves and citrus. Yeah. That's about it. There's a couple here and there, but that's it. Glasswing has over 100 things they like. <laughs> so, Whoa. yeah. Yeah, Bushes, that's pretty myrtles. important. Yeah, yeah that's why important. I saw this and I went, you know what? I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be something. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. No, it, you know, if you, we have in Tulare County, Fresno County, a lot of surrounding counties do have it. Um, there are some pieces of disease in there. And, and we were able to kind of what we call quarantine it and, and separate so that we have treatment areas that we can eventually, hopefully the goal is long-term goal eradicate it, but right now it's just suppression, suppression, making sure that it doesn't spread and become devastating to the industry. Okay, where did where did that come from? Do we know? There's, um, I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> we do, um, but off the top of my head, no, I, I don't well, know. Well, if you um, don't know, it's obscure. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, been around for a long time. It's been around for, okay. you know, at least in Tulare County, um, probably late 90s. Yeah, it's so been around it's been for been around a for a while. Time. But there's a there's a bunch of different types of sharpshooters. So this one's just a glassy wing, and actually the, yeah. the wings on it is, is shiny. You could see, yeah. Yeah, you can see it. So it is a glassy wing sharpshooter, but there's different kinds. Um, a lot of a lot of the pests um, are of Asian descent. Um, they come from Asia. Yeah, a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Comes from <laughs> um, so yeah, so we have a whole program. One of our pest detection programs, you know, we do some urban treatments. The bad thing with Quis is that it loves citrus trees, but it's not really harmful to citrus. Um, it, you know, it's more of annoyance, and so but they they go towards citrus, and so we have programs that help the citrus grower tr- help us eradicate it uh-huh. so we, we work because they're drawn to they're drawn the to sugar it. or something mm-hmm. I, they yeah. like they like leaves they, they like bushier um bushier plants and trees and you know citrus is kind of yeah a but they destroy bush the grape and just they do they do Jeez. and so luckily they were able they've you know tried to really kept them out of the napa area and the wine grape area that yeah. just has the vineyards and vineyards and um, you know, they're able to give, keep them out for the most part in, in the, the valley, too, of the grape areas. And so try to keep it away. Are our mountain ranges keeping them out or, or are they able to? For the most part, they're keeping them, um, keeping the spread out from. We're um, lucky we've got this valley. It does do. a lot of good, it sounds like, for mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Especially, as I thing. mentioned earlier, with HLB, you know, the ACP, you know, it is down south. But, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a truckload. Now there's regulations that. Um, prohibit certain shipments of citrus uh-huh. com- moving throughout state of California, moving in and out to prevent the spread of ACP. Wow. So that's something that we uh, regulate as well. Now, what about another one was I saw was organic farming. 
organic farming. Yeah, can you tell me yeah. about that? Because uh, that's, that's big. Mm-hmm, you're right. That that's actually big. falls into our Waste to Measures division. Uh-huh. Um, our Waste to Measures, on top of what they do, they do certified farmers market mm-hmm. um, oversight and uh, state organic oversight. So the state really has a bigger role in the organic um, certification industry. We do kind of just um, liaison and some site work with them. We verify paperwork. We verify making sure no pesticides that aren't considered organic were sprayed on those sites. We go and visit the sites Mm -hmm. and and really conjunction with the state. The state really holds that final authority. Of organic. organic Yeah, because there's organic. Yeah, you got pharmacists. This is organic. This is not. And I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know that a lot yeah. of people f- think organic means no pesticides. No, that doesn't necessarily mean. Okay, there's, what does organic mean? There's there's plenty of organic pesticides. Right. Um, you know, there, Cal EPA through the Department of Pesticide Relations DPR, you know, deems certain pesticides to be organic. Organic. And they can be used on organic fields. And so, you know, there's plenty of organic fields that do more sustainable agriculture and do not use any chemicals at all. Mm-hmm. But there is also ones that are still have the same qualifications of organic certification that do use, quote unquote, organic pesticides. Um, they usually are less severe in their toxicity. They usually have a little bit different formulation. Um, you know, we have, there's plenty of organic citrus, organic, um, organic products in Tulare County as well. Um, that still use, like I said, the organic pesticides. Yeah, because pe- and people understand it, the reason organics are expensive is because of those reasons alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot. It's not easy to grow organic, right? And you know, yeah. just the just the chemicals alone. If you are using um, organic pesticides, they're they're probably double the cost of regular. Yeah, because um, uh, there's chemicals. all these pests that you're talking about mm-hmm. and it's like I can't use this I can't use that because of the cer- certificate of organic and everything and people don't understand well that's that it's going to be a cost on you right. if you want to live like that which is you know good and right. and it's okay but, and, but there is a cost and, and, and biocontrol is pretty pretty costly you know we do have some um Sterile male release for certain pests throughout um, Tulare County. Uh, Glasswing sharpshooter, for instance, you know, on on the Highway 198, you know, that we really can't do much treatments on because there's so much activity. They release uh, biocontrol to help with the population of glasswing, you know, but it's really a lot of people don't realize it's very expensive to grow those sterile um, insects to release. And so you need manpower, you need a facility. Um, it takes a lot into it to do the sterile release. Yeah, when probably in the 80s, I remember they started coming out with they were wanting to use bugs to kill bugs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that was in the 80s. Has that progressed? Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So they do they do quite a bit. You know, the med fly, med fly is um, Mediterranean fruit fly was bad deal. Bit. Yeah, that was bad yeah. quite a few decades ago. And you know, every once in a while, you'll we'll catch one, but then actually is able to. You know, modify and they actually have a dye on the pest that actually has like a little X, or you know, it has. A, we can tell that it's a sterile male. Yeah. So it's not a population. It was something that was released into it to help. So it's not an infestation. It's actually biocontrol. You know, it must just be. I mean, they they see this stuff and they must just go, oh no, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then oh okay, yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, we do. It, it yeah. comes all, all hype, and the entomologist will relieve us of that stress and be like, oh no, it's just it's biocontrol. Well, when you find things, you ha- you have to 
communicate with farmers immediately? How does that go? So usually we work with CDFA and mm. USDA, depend on that, depending on what the pest is. We do what we call a de- delimitation and, mm. and put extra traps out and kind of find the buffer, kind of find control, uh, ground zero of it. And once we're able to do that, we'll we'll see what it actually affects. You know, is it in the urban? Is it non-commercial uh, agriculture? You know, if it's urban, it is good because it's not affecting the commercial agriculture, but it becomes harder because you're dealing with um, individual houses, residences to be able to treat it. Yeah, so it's its own different beast. I remember when I lived in the Bay Area, I got this notice on the tree, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of—I can't remember what kind of tree it was, and they put something up there. And, and, and that's when I was like, I got really interested in that. I was like, what are you doing? And it was the college. Mm-hmm. And they were checking out some kind of, they were looking for an insect, a mm-hmm. particular insect and everything. So, it, you know, it was like, well, that's good. You know, I guess the college is teaching yeah. <laughs> and everything. But it was scary. It was like, whoa, you know, they put this big thing on, on my tree. I was like, what? <laughs> well, that, and that kind of falls into education purposes. Yeah. You know, we, we will do that. And people just are afraid. They're, they don't know they don't what's understand. going on. And we're like, no, we're just, we're just surveying. You know, most of the time it's voluntary. So if they don't want it, hey, we move on to next, unfortunately, and do our best. You know, we're, it's rare that we really push on that issue with that. I didn't have a say in it. They just did it. It depends. Now, there are certain It was in my that, front yard. Usually, it, it depends. Yeah. It depends. Usually, our trapping program, our treatment program is, is non-op or it's, it's voluntary. Yeah. So, you can you can opt out and, and we don't. Now, there is certain, like, you know, like I mentioned, the HLB, you know, there's actually a warrant process and a, um, wow. that, that to be able to move someone's tree, Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But, um, you know, there, there is certain certain viruses, certain diseases, certain things that they have to do. Right. You know, because it could just je- jeopardize the industry, so they have to do it. And they usually follow all legal authority to be able to do it. Who's answering the phone? Your phone's got to be ringing off the hook. They do occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do have a, um, a support staff of about 10 or so um, clerical that they answer phones. And yeah. Really, um, we have our main office out in Tulare, right across from the International Ag Center. And um, a lot of our uh, management's in there, so they're able to direct phone calls and, yeah. and go in there. Good so. place for it. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I think I uh, to go back to one of your yeah. points. You said, "Oh, we all work together." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mentioned Cacasa. Cacasa is the California Ag uh, Agricultural Commissioner and Sealers Association. Okay. So it's all the ag commissioners have their own organization, and so they get together. Um, I think every every quarter the area groups the area groups so they say area group there's about six in the area it goes all the way up to San Joaquin County all the way down to Kern County that's one area group there's about five different ones in California and they meet they meet discuss a lot of the issues going on what's happening in their county versus what's happening in ours what's happening at the state and federal level mm-hmm. um, Cacasa has lobbyists state and federal lobbyists that really help to promote certain laws and regulations that go or oppose certain laws and regulations that they feel could really hurt the industry as, mm-hmm. um, as well uh, but they also have two state uh, state conferences too that they all 54 of them or so get together and, and work and and certain laws and regulations that they they can help promote and pass um, so it's a really a tight-knit community and um, in that and a lot of people don't know just um, most of all of our inspectors and all the way up to the commissioner have to have a bachelor's degree um, to to work in what we do oh, yeah. um, but in addition to that we take state 
uh, licenses to get where we're at. So yeah. there's eight state licenses and agriculture and waste measures that are offered through CDFA and that helps us promote through within our department. But there's also upper level ones, deputy ones and at commissioner oral exams and written exams that we have to take before we're able to be in our position. Highly so, educated. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, so you have to be. Yeah, we have to, it, a lot of it's laws and regulations. A lot of it is, um, you know, just customer service too because we are, we are public, um, public agency yeah well you're dealing with livelihoods mm -hmm. and health mm -hmm. and everything else you know it's you're dealing with a lot of, of pressure i would assume yeah at, at there's times, a lot yeah, of pressure yeah. and yeah. we do and we, we answer to the public in tillary county we also answer to um our county administrative officer and the board of supervisors yeah keep them informed because it is it is in part their county as well so we answer answer to them wow okay you uh you talked about a lot, and uh, it's not as I, it's not as complicated now. You, you put it pretty easy. You know, you made it pretty easy understanding all this stuff. Well, thank but you. Well, yeah, but what people have to understand is all the good that you're doing <laughs> because it, it looks like you're doing a lot of good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you brought me the squeegee. Where is it? This is for the farmer, mm -hmm. <laughs> so he can squeeze this thing, you know, when he's stressed out about what's going on in the fields and everything, which is pretty cool, and I appreciate that. Of course. We, uh, we volunteer, uh, we have a booth at the Ag, uh, International Ag Center every year, okay. being right across the street from it, yeah. and we like to give those, um, you know, really help educate ki young kids yeah. um, that come over, you know, we yeah. have a bug collection, our entomologist has a, a wide variety of uh, bugs that he brings and really tries to attract and educate people as educate. much as possible. Yeah, that's what we'll, we're doing and what you're doing. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate all your help, and uh, we've talked a long time on this, and I, it deserves uh, a lot more looking into and a lot more help, I think. Great. Thanks a lot, Christopher. Thank you, Pat, okay. for having me.